welcome to Off the Cup ABQ. Thanks for riding with me. I'm Dinah Vargas. I'm your host, and you're listening to the hottest, newest local talk radio for New Mexico. Off the Cup ABQ is the next level of talk radio, and it's not for the easily offended. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for riding with me. Let's take it off the cup. You're listening to Conservative Talk Albuquerque, KDAZ 96.9 FM, 700 AM. Hey, welcome to Off the Cuff ABQ. I'm your host, Diana Vargas. I'm Stella Padilla. And I'm Janice Arnold-Jones. And guess what? What? There's tacos in the house. There's tacos in the house. <laughs> but I, I think I, could I ask for a moment of silence for Bobby Unser Jr. who passed away this morning? He, he just lost his dad not even like weeks ago. And now he passed away. And I was really sad about that. I am too. D- yeah. I did not know that he was a stunt driver for the movies. Yeah. yeah I, and was. his credentials were just amazing. Such contributions the answers made to Albuquerque and all of New Mexico. Yes. Yeah. Yes. What a contribution. How lucky we are as New Mexicans to have had them. Yeah, he was well, only 67. Mm-hmm. I was saying, so when I was growing up, you know, there used to be a racetrack uh, actually south of the city, and he would run there, and, and we would either go up by Eubank or, or south of the city. Mm-hmm. And it was amazing to watch what they were doing, watch what they were doing with the cars. Right. And, uh, you know, and I, I, I didn't think about stunting or anything, but you're right. It was an honor mm-hmm. to, grow, to grow up in this era, right. and, and they're quite a family. The answers right. should be commended. It, right. it just and shocked me that, that we lost him so soon after his father. He was, you know, like only 57. Mm-hmm. I would say, well, you know, he, apparently he had had hip surgery and developed a blood clot. Mm. And very, very sad, because I thought he that. is way too young, and he was in good shape, but it is a risk, always a risk. Life is a risk. <laughs> yeah, I would say, and if you stop living and you stop trying just because of that risk, then you're really not living, so. Really? Why would you live? And, and you know, God t- tends to want the good ones early. I don't know yeah. why that is, but it is. Only the good die young. Some of you are going to live forever. <laughs> I'll probably live to 150. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Like the fan mail reads, I hope you live a long and miserable <laughs> life. Okay. <laughs> thanks for listening. As long as it's long. Thanks <laughs> to listen. Yeah, thanks for listening. All right, so I have a question for you. Uh, there is a reporter, I think it's in Houston, who uh, has called in Project Veritas to secretly, secretly record the administration of their station. And, and her, her statement is, is they are keeping the truth from the people. Does this sound like a double-edged sword to you? I think this woman's going to get fired, but it may be true. What do you think? Well, if she gets fired, it's definitely true because, you know, they have a way of shutting you up on social media. And, you know. uh, no, it's on, it's the, she's, she is being uh, muzzled on air. You know, and she's a weather person. Mm-hmm. I, it was, it, I thought it was just uh, really surprising. Um, but if you're a whistleblower, you know, which I think she is, um, do you need to accept that there will be consequences? Of course there will be. That's why it's called whistleblower protection because at some point after so many dead bodies, they kind of come up with this thing that says, hey, we're going to you know, keep a closer eye on whistleblowers because they're the ones that can bring down the house of cards. So yeah, uh, whistleblowers are going to be attacked. If you're moving any sort of power and it's going up against the grain, they're not just going to watch you do it. They're going to yeah. try to take you down. <laughs> They're going to slap you all around and see if you get to the finish line. Well, I would say, so let's, let, in this same vein, I noticed, and boy, I'm, I'm forgetting the name, one of the Clinton-era uh, whistleblowers 
uh, committed suicide this week. Is that like number that. Of course they did. Number of course 69. they did. <laughs> I, 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 it is some of the things that are happening. Right. Wake right. up, people. You sit on the sidelines. But I also think some whistleblowers are just manipulating the system because some people know how things work and others don't. And some of them take advantage of it. I think they do. You want an example? Because you're looking at me kind of funny. You want an example? <laughs> yes, ma'am. In terms of governor's ex-chief of staff. Oh, James Hallinan. The one that got uh, sexually assaulted, allegedly by the governor of the great state of New Mexico. And so he knows how that goes. He knows how language works because he's the one that sends, you know, the little statement to the media. And it says, well, at this time... We're not really taking any calls because the governor's dealing with the pandemic. But thanks for reaching out. Stay safe. <laughs> it's something like this. They're, they're, they're real. They know what they're saying. Every word is like purposeful. If it's something big, a five or six or seven, sometimes ten people have, have looked at what she's about to say. It's all kind of staged. But in reverse, after he got kicked to the curb because he made a complaint against his boss who was sexually assaulting him allegedly who would come out and say that publicly if it didn't happen now I agree because the price is high because the price is high now i'm not saying i think he's the ultimate victim i think he he's one of the ones that could narrate the story to benefit himself i mean he's getting secret payouts out of her campaign fund and everybody knows about it, and it won't even matter when it comes time to vote for her. They'll still vote for her. Do you have a problem with that? Do you? I do. Well, I didn't give to her campaign, so I don't have a problem. I think the people who actually gave to the campaign should be questioning it, mm -hmm. and they should have the problem with wait, it. Right. Wait, 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 wait. As New Mexicans, you should have a problem with this. We have lost almost $300 million. Every time I come to see you, I'm telling you about another person who got... COVID relief money that they should not through uh, 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 through workforce solutions they mm -hmm. should not have received it they know they shouldn't have received it they try to give it back they can't give it back this is your money so when when they turn around and say we we don't have enough money for our schools or we don't have enough money for our roads or heaven forbid the city council wants to add a two cent gas tax you ought to be screaming this is your money and you have no idea where it has gone no idea and, and do you well, think we could the state? Well, and, and that's my point. And that is her only job is to make these agencies work. And it's not just this agency. Let me tell you about the agencies not working. <laughs> CYFD is not working. <laughs> Tax and revenue. I you know what? Them workers, I seen, I seen, I'm not even kidding. I seen a post on next door. They were talking about, you know, CYDF or whatever it's called. I CYFD. <laughs> we're going to trade you up there. CYFD. Okay. Children, Youth, Family Department. All right. I'll try and get it straight. The C. I said, do you know who started that department? It was Alice King, Bruce King's wife, in his first administration, because she recognized that there really was a need for the state, but I don't think that this department at all resembles what she had in mind. So on Nextdoor app, they're talking about this CYFD, and people are, are, are bashing the system. Yes. That, them specifically, especially with that, that app they were using. Anyways, all these comments go on, and then there's a ton of people, and they're just defending the hell out of the CYFD. Like as if they best friends or something, or, or they were holding hands or something in the park this kind of like defending it and they were like well these you know these workers are overworked and underpaid and their caseload is this or caseload is that how about this how about somebody get up 
off your ass and go down there and ask the CYFD people, <laughs> what is it that you need to do your damn job because children in New Mexico are dying? Absolutely, and so this $250 million plus that we have no idea where it went, what would have happened if we had applied it to CYFD? It I would have made a difference. No, know? no, it would not have. You know why? Because it's the leadership, because it, it, it's rotten at its core. That system needs to be shocked, and it needs, it, of all systems that should be abolished, should be the CYFD because they kill kids and they take no responsibility for it. I, I wish and I, I and could disagree with you, and I can't. And you know. they're tasked with such a job. You should hold that to its highest standard, whatever that department needs, as long as it has good leadership and children are not dying in the way that they are here in New Mexico. You could have all my all the tax money you want. I'd be down for that. I'm saying, but we've talked about this before. If it, if you accept a deficiency, and I would say CYFD mm -hmm. is deficient in its mission, no. that becomes the standard. This mm. is a terrible standard for the state of New Mexico, and our kids deserve better. It, it's a total, total disservice to New Mexicans. And at the end of the day, you know who pays for it. You hear their names on the news. You know their names, even if you don't hear it for a long time. And there's a news report, and they say Victoria Martins. And instantly, like a wave of memories of this huge injustice that has happened from, from, from the very core, because there wasn't a single system that protected that child. Not a school, not, um, you know, calling the CYFD to make the complaint. Uh, cops were, had, had already been called. There were family members. You know, everybody knew something was off. And you know, no uh, one did anything. As far no as one did anything. CYFD, you can call them and call them about an abused child that you see on the streets and everything. They'll tell you, well, they're number 4,385. We'll deal with it when it gets there. That's what they'll tell you because there's so many there, but they're not, I don't see any that they're really helping. And I see them coming to people who are taking care of their children, who mm -hmm. are in school all the time, well-fed, well-housed, well, well taken care of, and they will come and take them like under red flag law, un under somebody else's suggestion. But these are people- Off a rumor. Yeah, off like, a rumor. Like an, an absurd rumor. But the real kids the are real kids. abused, they're ignoring. Mm -hmm. Right. But this family that's really taking care of their children, loves their kids, sends them to school, takes care of them like a parent should, they will come and take them away from you, not even let you know where they're at or let you visit them. Right, right. That's so we got to take a quick does. break. Yeah. I mean, really, what does CYFD um, mean? Mm -hmm. So we'll take a quick break. You're listening to KDAZ 96.9 FM, 700 AM. Don't forget to visit us on our website, offthecupabq.com. Don't go anywhere. Stay there. ABQ Guns is the only women veteran-owned firearm store and has the largest blue label store in New Mexico offering special pricing for first responders and military. ABQ Guns carries Six Sour, Glock, CZUSA, FNUSA, and Smith & Wesson with non-inflated pricing. Visit us at abqguns.com. ABQ Guns has the best customer service in New Mexico. Mention Off the Cuff and receive a 5% discount on all accessory items. Visit us at abqguns.com. Hey everybody, this is Cristina Estrada from the Estancia Valley East Mountains. There's a new show called Off the Cuff. It's on Monday through Friday at 3 to 4. And I ride the airways with Dino Vargas every Monday. So tune in 3 to 4. Tell your friends. 
everybody. Welcome back to Off the Cuff. It's Taco Tuesday. You're listening to KDAZ 96.9 FM 700 AM. I'm your host, Dinah Vargas. I'm Stella Padilla. I'm Janice Arnold-Jones. That was off the cuff. That was off the there cuff. There you go. I have a news item. Go for it. And, and I want Albuquerque to pay attention to this. Mm-hmm. The city council is going to revise yet again the IDO. Uh, so what is an IDO? The Integrated uh, Development Ordinance. Started out as a good idea, has turned out to be not so good. Um, but, but there is a piece in here that you really need to be aware of. Um, they are changing the definitions of... Uh, community residential facilities, small and large, or group home. And under the community residential facility, that can be in your neighborhood, and they're removing all of the requirements to separate. And the standard has been that it has to be at least 1,500 feet away from the next nearest type of facility mm. and the, and the <clears throat> group homes. Um, and and here's, here's what's happened in a lot of our neighborhoods. Um, people who prey on Medicare and Medicaid dollars come into town, they buy up a house, and they put group homes in your neighborhood. And it used to be that this 1,500-foot uh, requirement was in place. Now we have entire neighborhoods where there might be 10 houses on the street and eight of them are group homes. This is not good for any neighborhood. Yeah, you know, when I was running for office, I was in the San Jose neighborhood. This apartment and probably has at least 20 apartments, let's say. It's, it's small, it's not big, but I mean, it's big enough. And it's totally turned into a halfway apartment complex and it totally burdens the entire neighborhood and yeah they're horrible neighbors well they are you know and and the argument and marty used to make this argument to me all the time that would be marty chavis well we have to have the fair housing act and and uh we need to spread this out and i agree everybody deserves a place to live but when you put too many of these group type facilities in one neighborhood, you destroy the neighborhood. Totally. They're going to start ripping you off. They're going to litter. They didn't grow up there. Uh, That's just like a transitional place for them. And, you know, maybe they're serious about making it on the outs, and maybe they're not. Well, I'm going to say, so pay attention to the city council agenda. It's coming up, and I believe it's coming up in two weeks, the IDO, Integrated Development Ordinance. And, And there are some other adjustments uh, but when you rush to write something like this, which is what happened, then you are changing it every year. Speaking of changing it every year, I hope you're asking why are our election laws changing every year? Hmm. You didn't ask that. Why didn't you ask that? Well, I think a lot of us aren't even aware of it, that it's going on. I mean, most people don't even know who the mayor is. I've asked. <laughs> oh. I, mean, I mean, this is, I mean, this is like real-life polling that I do, you know? Oh, my gosh. Like, what do you think of the mayor? They're like, who's the mayor? I mean, but he's so cute. <laughs> He's who? <laughs> the photo op Mayor guy. Timmy. Oh, uh, yeah, no. <laughs> the photo op You know, I, I, I don't quite, I, I don't want to get into this conversation, but. but he's uh, very no. preppy looking. Well, I don't know what he is, but. Um, he's, yeah. do, he's doing nothing about the crime in Albuquerque. Yeah, he doesn't represent Albuquerque, man. Look. Mm-hmm. Walking around like this, you know what I mean? Taking down our waterfalls and all kinds of crazy stuff. Burke. Who says burke, really? I would say, I never heard that when I was growing up, but it must be new. No, it's not new. That's the thing. It's not new. And it was burke because of Albuquerque's original spelling, because burke is in it. With an R. Right. right. And so, 
like how come Albuquerque isn't spelled the same? Because somebody like Tim Keller probably couldn't pronounce it and changed it. Like they're going to do in Santa Fe. Like they're going to do in Santa, Santa Fe. Fe. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it it yeah it could happen in your neighborhood. So pay attention to what's going on in your city council. It is next to your school board. It is the the elective body that that makes the most impact on your life, along with the county commission. Right, right. And just a little insight on a city council. So city council draws a lot of its power from uh, neighborhood associations. Yes. So often when somebody's trying to create a new development or they want to pass something like the ART bus system, they there's probably like two or three years out from the actual project sometimes. And so they go and they go to these neighborhood associations on purpose and only like three people show up to these meetings ever ever then they go to city council a year later they go well we've been all 567 neighborhood associations and unanimously they support us or something like that you know you know it's interesting you know i was the uh, secretary for years and years and then i became the president of the district seven coalition of Mm -hmm. neighborhood associations and i think we were in good company we actually took a stand against the fart we actually said, do not do this. Mm-hmm. But they said our neighborhoods didn't have standing because we were not actually right next to it, the fart. Yeah, yeah. And, and District 6, you were right, that very, very few people would attend the meetings. Mm-hmm. And they had no idea what people really said. Right. And then the people that did show up, they had very good points because, like, when people became aware that the art was coming, all of those community meetings uh, took place. Stella lived in the district, uh, lived, lives in Old Town, is affected by art at her campaign office there in front of art on purpose. It was a disaster. And uh, she sued, was one of the first to no avail, too. So it doesn't even matter if you, if, if, if they if, if they want something, they will absolutely get it. That's why you see so many bad ideas take place. Right. Look at Unser Crossing. What does Unser Crossing look like? Um, a ghetto. A little. I mean, it's all ripped up. All the wiring is gone. The, all the beautiful desert tree blooms. They're they're are all dead. They haven't watered them. Uh, homeless camps are setting up there. I saw a few of them already. But it was it was beautiful. It was set up for all kinds of businesses that they promised us for the west side. That they said they had. But that they, yeah, that they <laughs> promised were coming. The only one, CVS was the only one there for years. I know, and it's getting years. ripped off over there because of Coors and Central. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, so let me paint Unser Crossing for you. So just picture miles of desert. And then somebody goes in there and then starts to develop it, meaning they make parking lots and uh, they got tractors and they do all, all of this landscaping and lighting and plumbing, uh, plumbing yeah. and all this stuff to get set up for this big to do at Unser Crossing. And then, speaking of Unser, and <laughs> seriously, speaking yeah. of Unser, right? Because it's Unser Crossing. And so uh, it's been looted. Uh, desert is now grown over it. Trees are dead. There's not a single piece of copper wire, nothing left. I mean, if you couldn't pawn it, smoke it, or sell it. <laughs> <laughs> That's what happened to Unser Crossing. <laughs> Welcome to Unser Crossing. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, it's not the only one. What about that field up there on the, what is it? Oh, yeah. Cisco? That was set up for games and everything. I don't see that. I never heard that it got used. Mm-hmm. And that was the same thing right now. They have the Amazon building, huge building there where that used to be. But that got looted and vandalized and raided. and I mean, everything, it was, it was a waste of money. 
So how are we going to change the hearts in Albuquerque? You know, I and I was listening to the program uh, just before yours, and uh, they made such a good point that if you're a 72 year old person, you better take care of your body if you want to take care of your mind. And then they said, you know, if you don't take care of the outside of your house, how are you going to take care of the inside of your house? Mm-hmm. And, and all of that is true, is that where, where is the standard? And, you know, there, there really are very biblical standards about what you're supposed to do. And taking care of your body is one, but taking care of the gifts that God has given you is another one. And if we are disrespecting our own households, disrespecting our neighborhoods, how are we going to dig ourselves out of this? I'm sure a lot of people are asking the same question. <laughs> it's not with the help from city council or the county commission, that's for sure. For sure, for sure. And, and speaking while I'm on, on this note, did you know that our new congresswoman was sworn in? Yes. Did you notice on what she was sworn in? Yeah. Were you offended? Oh, totally. Oh, good. <laughs> yeah, the Treaty of Guadalupe Hidalgo. Yes. Yeah. yeah, totally offensive. I was just like, really? And see, this is the thing. So, like, I am offended by it. I am offended by it. And so what So what do you do with that being offended by it? Oh, well, let me say I'm that. not down with social media, but every time they're offended over stuff, they flood every single avenue that they have to say, hey, they were offended. Oh, why I'm offended. Our government was still built on the recognition that we are accountable to God Almighty. And this is like thumbing your nose at God. But and been, and yeah. I find that I just so offensive for a state for the state of New Mexico. You know, bring bring the treaty. I think it's really important that you read the treaty. It's part of our constitution. But treaties are supreme. Uh, but you are still held as supposedly accountable to God's law, even in our capital. Right. And she thumbed her nose at totally. us. Totally. She's not the only one that does it. That AOC does it all the time. Uh, Ilian what? Oh. Omar. Oh, oh my yeah. gosh. Yeah. I mean, and, 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 and these are the women. Non-Americans that- for sure. I mean, they're not even born American, but they come here and try to rule over the American people, take away our customs, our here- God, our freedoms, our, you know, and people just stand there and watch. Yeah, they come here as 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 if they're permitted to change our way of life because they happen to, I don't know, if you're so concerned about everybody else, go be congresswoman over there. Go. Well, I would say there's a problem over there. If you go to a Muslim country, there are women who are uh, uh, certainly in positions of leadership. Um, in many of them, they can't drive their own car. They have to ask permission to go. Um, and, and it is not an equitable society, not at all. But that is their faith. That is their faith. Well, they should I don't keep want it over that there. faith here. Yeah, keep it over there. Well, that's what they decided they wanted right. as a country. So, like, let's say, you know, like the queen, all right? Let's say you're over there and you're a resident over there and, and, and the queen is your majesty, like, for real. Cause it's, a, it's a real deal for them. Like, that's really their queen. And so what if she gave everybody a whole bunch of stuff? The queen still gave it to you. Yes. Whether you acknowledge she's the queen in your heart or otherwise, she's still the queen. She gave it to you. Same with God. You come here and you take these rights and then you use these rights and you exercise these rights that are not subject to approval or disapproval. They just simply exist. They're given by God. Who else would have given them to you? Right. 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 I say so. I, uh, I am very concerned about our 
our representation. And I was even more concerned that as she was sworn in, her endorsement of the We the People Act, this is HR1, SR1. I don't even know what that is, see? Tell us. I mean, like, tell us plainly. Because <laughs> I will tell you plainly. I don't know what that it, is. It, it, is a, uh, it, is it is a bill predicated on the belief that uh, minorities are oh. being disenfranchised with the ability to vote because, first and foremost, you are too stupid to get an ID, just so you know. And you are too uh, unempowered to get to the polls. And so now we're going to pay for everybody to mail their ballots. Mm. Those are the two major pieces. Uh, and, and, you know, I have been on the front lines of disenfranchising entire communities, the Native American communities that were disenfranchised by the Sandoval County clerk. Uh, it was stunning, and we paid dearly, and we have fixed it. But I also know that you cannot trust the Postal Service to, to deliver your ballot. There is a one in three chance your ballot will never make it. What on earth are they thinking about when, in fact, if you really want to secure an election, the best way to do that is to have the majority of voters show up in person? With an ID. Yeah. I, I, and there are many ways to have an ID. And so a lot mm -hmm. of people ask me, does New Mexico uh, have an ID? So an ID is not required at the polls. But you cannot register in this state without proving, first and foremost, that you are a citizen. You cannot register unless you are 18, although there is a provisional registration for 16-year-olds that will kick in when you turn 18. So it's kind of like it's in the system. Uh, and that you actually have to prove that you live here. Um, however, does the Secretary of State or any of our clerks actually enforce whether or not you live here? I will give you an example. There's a young man, uh, not young anymore, who has been voting absentee from the state of Mississippi for 20 years using his grandparents' old address. The grandparents sold that house 18 years ago, and then they died in 2018. You got to ask, why is somebody voting for our representatives who do not live here, which is like the university district? I, I will get off my jag. You know, this is my thing. No, no, yeah, and, and I was going to uh, weigh in. So uh, do, you, do you think that minorities here in New Mexico feel that way, that they lack the ability to vote and that they're disenfranchised because they, uh, I don't know, can't go on their own to get an ID. <laughs> I mean, it just sounds so stupid saying it, you know? Mm -hmm. It's like, so this is what they say when they pass these bills. So you agree that there are instances that voter suppression does happen. Because oh, it does. Oh, I would say if right? you have never lived in Philadelphia, let me tell you, voter suppression when you have big burly guys mm -hmm. with baseball bats standing at the door of the, the polling right. location, yeah, that's voter suppression. Okay, but it's not like, sorry, I don't have an ID, but this is really who I am. I'm just too afraid to get an ID, and I'm coming here to vote, and please don't ask for an ID because I want to vote. What? I would say, but... but they, uh, I mean, they think people... Go, uh, that's essentially what, what you said. I would say, but... That, that minorities lack the ability to go vote, like... And that is what the bill says. And right. if you happen to be in this category, you should be so offended. Seriously. Uh, offended because I don't know. I mean, how, how do you, 
how do you get a credit card without ID? I mean, do you know how to cross the street? I, I you know, <laughs> I, I, and, and and if you don't get a driver's license, you know, and there are parts of our right. country, in New York City in, in particular, where people don't drive. I get that. Um, but they have other forms of ID. But most people have a bank account also. Yes, they do. And you oh, know? by the way, under federal law, you must identify yourself, where you live, and what your citizenship is. Oh, my goodness. Um, what a you, concept. I, I mean, know, you I have know. to show an ID to, to buy booze. I don't ever see any minority or majority complaining about getting carded for an ID to buy smokes or, or beer. Shocking. 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 And yet... They will carve out this little piece, and HR1, SR1 does this. And by the way, Senator Ben Ray Lujan, get off it. This is a bad bill, and you know it. You know, and, and, and when I say it's a bad bill, they are trying to federalize all of the elections uh, without any concern of how that would actually affect us. We actually, in our state, and I, I'm just going to brag on our state, we go over and above to make sure people have access to the polls. And when we're talking about getting polling stations at, at our chapter houses, it takes a little bit of work, and we get it done. Have any of you ever heard Ben Ray Lujan speak, like oh. from the floor or? I've never heard him speak from the floor. Or not the floor, wherever, like from, from, from wherever he goes. Oh, to, yes. You know, to be a senator, congressman, or whatever. So he talks a lot and doesn't say much. But. Well, I, I so does his cousin. Like until I was like involved actively, I guess, in politics, I never really heard him speak, or I, I didn't even know who Congressman was. But uh, have you seen the way he talks about New Mexico? Uh, give me an example. Like, like as if he's always trying to get welfare for us or something. You know what I mean? It's always like New Mexico is just one big old porosito. You know, as, as you say that, you're right. And, and we're, we're not helpless, but they would like for us to be helpless. Mm -hmm. Well, let me bring up a subject here. How many people are actually in Albuquerque, and how, what's the percentage of voters that come out and vote? That's pathetic. I, well, what is it? Well, they don't, I mean, they, they make it real clear, like there's um, 900,000 people that come out, maybe 385 come out and vote. This is why things don't change in New Mexico, because nobody comes out and vote, because the people themselves, the ones that I've interviewed, have lost faith in the system. Right. Well, well and also you have to acknowledge that sometimes there is no one to vote for because it's the one name. Well, I would say, and, and, and to a large extent, people have been uh, scared off, threatened off to run. If you do not have candidates, you will not have new ideas, and you have got... We need people with the courage just to go run, but but going they back, they won't ever win. Uh, and and but if they don't ever run, they I promise you they will never win. It's kind of like if you don't ask, the answer is no. Mm -hmm. You know, right, uh, and, right. And so you could pray all you want, but you still got to um, fill out the go job to application. <laughs> yes, you do. <laughs> all right, so we got to take a quick break. Uh, oh, shout out to my mom. It's her birthday today. So happy Aww. birthday, mom. Happy, happy birthday. birthday. Yes. <laughs> so you're listening to KDAZ 96.9 FM, 700 AM. Don't go anywhere. We're going to take it off the cuff a little more. Stay there. 
Golden Equipment Company, finding innovative solutions. We are a full-service heavy equipment Volvo dealer offering sales, parts, service, and rental. Locally owned for over 35 years, we're proud to be a part of your community. Our dedicated and certified crew will help keep you productive and efficient. Come see us at any of our three locations, Albuquerque, Farmington, and Durango, Colorado. Check us out on social media or visit our website, goldenequipment.com. We look forward to helping you with your next project. Every time I turn around, I'm getting broken into, and the cops don't even come anymore. What do we pay taxes for? Then I found out that the city has more officers investigating other officers than they do investigating crime. How does that make us safer? If you want more officers focused on fighting crime, tell city leaders by texting hashtag crime matters more to 52886. That's 52886 because crime matters more. Everybody, welcome back to Off the Cuff. It's Taco Tuesday. You're listening to KDAZ 96.9 FM 700 AM. I'm your host, Dinah Vargas. I'm Stella Padilla. I'm Janice Arnold Jones. All right, so well, I'm about ready to be offensive. Is that okay? Oh, stop it. Look at her. <laughs> uh, well, okay, so I have breaking news. Breaking Thank news. You. Do it, Janice. Did you know that Disneyland is no longer going to enforce the mask regulations? Did you know that? Mm. And, uh, and that they will do it simply on the honor system. However, any transportation that you're on, you have to have a mask. I, I, are you not pleased with that? But I was reading at the end of the article about Disneyland and how magnanimous mm -hmm. they've been. And it's enough to make you just want to, want to throw up mm -hmm. because they were so magnanimous but we're all being told that new mexico is doing so great with all of our vaccinations turns out maybe not so great so on the list oh, yes. of of states where uh people are be being vaccinated um we're certainly not at the top we're not at the bottom we're probably in the top 15 mm -hmm. uh, but not at the top and yet we are at the top of one of the states being hurt the worst and and can i say that so much of this is a sham. Did you think that the Wuhan virus leak, just because President Trump said, I think there might have been a virus leak, that everybody and their brother said, well, he said it, so it has to be not true. Right. What's wrong with you? Right, exactly. And But if that didn't convince you, look at Twitter. Twitter totally shut down the President of the United States, whether it was Joe Biden or Donnie, period. So did they they mm -hmm. canceled him. And so if, if, if he's fighting with the media every day and he says, hey, media, I have a press release because that's the only way you know a president's going to talk is when you get some sort of communication because media doesn't camp out there. And then everything gets lost because they're not going to show up to cover Donnie because they hate Donnie because Donnie says that they, you know, they're, they're, they're corrupt fake news. Fake news, fake news. He don't like you and he's calling you out because you, you went to work instead of being a reporter. You want to be an activist. Well, let me say, but are, are you not offended that we knew early on that uh, hydroxychloroquine and radesivir both lessened the symptoms of COVID and yet hundreds of thousands of people were denied that treatment? So are you not furious about the deaths that resulted because of that? So this is why they call you 
an extremist. Oh my gosh. See, (laughs) this is, I think, part of that thing. I don't know. I've never been to the QAnon, but um, but but the governor. Speaking of lizards, there's any lizards out there? Shout out. Here's one. Shout out. Yes. Um, We're lizard people. She's literally calling them domestic terrorists. You know I, and, I, and I'm, a, I'm a domestic terrorist because, because I am observing with my eyes. Well, somebody look up extremist. What does it mean? Look up extremist. Like, what does it mean for real? I, I would say, but how, how long are we going to deny what we actually see? Not what people are saying, but what we see. And, and I just don't know how you can continue on saying, uh, A, that the governor was acting in our best interest, B, that the only thing President Trump did was to lie and that he was wrong because it's it's not true i'm looking with my own eyes and and we have to talk about green energy because i'm looking with my own eyes so everybody that i talk not everybody but there are a lot of people that i because i talk to a lot of people when i ask them do you think the governor is doing a good job because i ask people these like kind of direct questions do you think the governor is doing a good, good job do you think she did a good job during uh covid pandemic all this and a lot of people say yes. Uh, you know, because they, when, you know, and I, I can't dispute that when we started, I, I, and I will stand up for the governor because sometimes you don't know what to do. But when the evidence became apparent, she decided to go with an agenda than with evidence. I mean, I agree with you. I, I, but but when, when are we as a people going to say, wait a minute, Wait a minute. So I wanted to talk. Let, let me. I was. We're looking up extremists. Let, let me get very extreme here. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> we're going on to the next. Uh, um, um, well, so, before we go, get off the subject of extremists, you know that Biden, President Biden, has taken steps to take against white supremacists and militia groups, and you know who they included in that. I was reading the article, and I actually sent it to Janice, and it says anybody who objects anything that's anti-government, anti-capitalism, or is into capitalism they don't want and if you're talking about abortion you are an extremist you're a threat to the country oh and they're going to put that in writing meaning Mm -hmm. um you know that's just the standard in which they're going to view that behavior well yeah but you can't even talk about anything at all now yeah if it's anti-government you're an extremist and Mm -hmm. you're i mean they're going to call wait 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 wait. so so militia groups they call you i i and i appreciate that so where is the line I am, I am not anti-government. I want my government to function. I want them to do their job. Uh, so if I say there is a better way to do this, does that make me anti-government? Or am I merely commenting on government? And I'm going to bet you're going to tell me that that article suggests I'm anti-government. Exactly. It, it says you're anti-government because you don't want to bend to everything that they're trying to you make us do. You are enemy of the state, Janice Arnold. She's right here, everybody. She's right here. I will tell you, I, I am sure my folks who are at Arlington National Cemetery are thinking about crawling, crawling, clawing their way out of that grave to fix this. And I bet you there are a whole bunch of other people there doing that. the same thing. This is crazy because we do not evolve and we don't get better as a country if we are unwilling to talk about ideas from many perspectives. But that's not what they're talking about. I mean, (laughs) they're saying you need to look like a duck, talk like a duck, and walk like a duck. And but I like, don't want to. I, I, I want to walk even, like a horse or a cow or give me another one. They want to make everybody ducks. I, I mean, this is their, their global plan. 
And in the spirit of ducks, I don't mean a real duck. I just, no, I, I, I mean, they're going to bend you. It's going to be a heavy hand because, look, everyone's going along with it. Oh, yeah, well, you know, like Black Lives Matter. Yeah, I think so. Like, I do think so. I always have thought so. I don't but, look but, at but, black but, people but, and see them but, as victims. Brown but, lives, yellow lives, they all matter. But then, but... To and say Black Lives Matter is a political statement because if you say all lives matter, it's a problem. See what I mean? Yeah. And so it's not real. It has the hashtag in front of it. We talked about this, hashtag movements, you know. They don't really do anything. It's the Internet telling everybody what to do. I, I just, you know, so, and, 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 you know, you are making the case, something that I talked about when my kids were in school. One of the problems with our school system is they want to take, squirrels and make them swim and ducks to climb trees and that's what they're trying to do on many levels right. our children deserve so much better and they're neither ducks nor squirrels but for goodness sakes go to their strength don't limit it, limit their strengths right right well then that's i would say so i i do we have are we an extremist i'm hearing bumps and thumps are, are, <laughs> is somebody listening <laughs> hello are you out there <laughs> well, okay so we haven't talked about the green movement can i rail on that well no the green movement yeah for okay. sure so so um it as you know, I have talked about rare earths for years and years and years because without rare earths, you cannot build solar panels or, or wind farms or anything. Do you know where we get our rare earths? Here? This is a quiz. I don't know. I have no idea. 100% China. Lithium, however, is coming from uh, Afghanistan. We have these deposits. We actually have lithium deposits here. We, uh, Tesla moved to Nevada, California because of the lithium deposits. It's a requirement at this point in our development for batteries. Mm -hmm. uh, but right now, because we do not mine our rare earths, what's going to happen when China says, yeah, we think, uh, we think we're better than you guys, and so we're going to just cut you off? What do you think? Well, I think that's what? why I think that's why President Trump was trying to bring everything back to America. The pills that they designed for us over there, yeah. all the manufacturing of all the uh, cheap plastic blenders, vacuum cleaners, whatever—they're cheap. They break easy. He said, "Bring all this back to America. Make everything American-made, and we'll control our own pills." And everyone God knows what they're putting in there in China. And everyone got mad at Donnie. Of they course. said, "Poor China, poor China." They there said, goes Trump. He, mm -hmm. you know, he's, you know, he's. Uh, what did he do? He, oh, he was a xenophobe. No, the, the tariffs or something like this with China. It was a big old deal on the news. Everybody was bashing Donnie all day. But Donnie was just saying, hey, China. Can't play fair. Play fair. Don't steal our stuff. And don't mess with the USA. So yeah. you're going to get mad at Donnie for having stick up for you? Everything, or, everything that he did, or, they fought, you or, know. Or would you rather have AOC fighting for every other country except you? Right. You are right. Congresswoman of the United States of America. So, but let's go down this path on green energy. Green energy. So, Sorry, so, moving back. <laughs> so if you've noticed, Texas has been warned uh, because they have shifted a lot of their power grid. That's called ERCOT. Mm -hmm. there's, there's, it's a funny thing in our country. We have FERC East, FERC West, and ERCOT. And uh, if you're in the power grid industry, they often say, yeah, I got FERC'd again. It's not a compliment. 
<laughs> I'm going to have to take her wor word. I have no idea what She's that means. About. Okay, so this is your electrical grid. Janice wants to do what do you? <laughs> anyway, and so they're being warned uh, to turn up their air conditioners to 78. Don't use any heavy appliances. And they're about to have rolling blackouts because when it gets hot like this and it is getting hot do you know what happens hmm. the wind doesn't blow so <clears throat> this is why gas and oil is extremely important yes. it's almost a moral argument here's why because when you have access to gas and oil you don't have rolling blackouts you don't have to choose in a third world between plugging in your refrigerator or like plugging in an incubator Exactly. Something exactly. like this. And, and, and we have gas gone, and oil. gone from, I mean, and, and I'm not even sure that this is a choice between gas and oil, but to work to kill oil and gas. And if we kill off oil and gas, I, I just want to ask, what is going to happen to the intravenous tubing that comes from oil products? What about all of the other things that come from, from oil and from gas? I, they're natural products. We, we, I, I, I'm, I'm touching our tabletop, and without it, you would not have this nice tabletop. It just would. And since we have uh, managed to burn off most of our forests, but heaven forbid we're not allowed to cultivate our forests, who are we dependent upon for wood? And have you noticed that wood, the price of wood, has skyrocketed? Yep. Did you know? Um, just ask any uh, blue collar worker. I would say, and, and if you want a four by eight piece of plywood, 50 bucks. What about gas? How much is gas right now? I, I, it's, it's for us. It's close to three dollars. I hear it's two ninety nine over there on. Louisiana. Oh, I see. I was close. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I, you know, this is. But thinking long term, okay. If they are going to shut down coal, gas, and oil, and only do wind, we they have not thought far enough to make sure that we have the natural resources to actually sustain ourselves. And so they are risking... So you're talking about those three-legged uh, things that you see everywhere as you're traveling... Uh, right, the wind farms. Okay, so we saw the land under those, right? And it's like freakishly dead under yeah. the land. Oh, yeah. Well, mm -hmm. I'm saying, but that's also true of most of the solar arrays. But what I'm saying is we're going to... I'm telling you, we're going to come to an impasse with China and they're going to cut all of these resources off. And we will now have made these decisions that we're going to be green by 2024. And so uh, no coal plants and fewer uh, oil plants. We may still have some gas. And so we're going to de depend on wind and solar. But then we're not going to be able to replace the parts because we don't have the resources. Think about it. And it takes time to develop the mines. It takes time to do the smelting and to create the manufacturing, and we're not doing it. What, is, what are we thinking? We're not. We're That's not the point. Uh -huh. That is right. the point. Because most people can't see that. But how about this without gas and oil? What about the schools? I mean, well, they're already in, in such terrible condition. In, well, I'm saying in the state of New Mexico, uh, just so you know, the green energy does not replenish or contribute to our permanent fund, which actually pays for the majority of our schools. And without oil and gas, we will have nothing going into the permanent so, fund. Who's so, going who's so, to have to take that money out of their pocket? So who's going to be the people that put these things in the ground for the wind farm? And is it a type of job that it's over once you, you oh, plant well, it? Or is there maintenance? Is it going to create jobs? Or no. is it going to be an outside company coming in, putting up? This, this? is what's troubling is uh, when, when the wind farms and the solar arrays come, our New Mexicans will work. 
it will be a one-time job. What is really troubling is that the power that will be generated from it, which is not as much as you think, New Mexico will not keep and we will not make a dime on. But we will get we will get money on the construction jobs. But once the job is done, it's done. Sounds like um, a match made in heaven. There you go. There you go. <laughs> you know, for New Mexico, put a cita on sale for sale. Sale in New Mexico. Fire at the Roundhouse. We'll be right back. You're listening to KDAZ 96.9 FM, 700 AM. This is Gerald A. Loeb speaking. I have a new book out. This book is called Mayhem Manor. It appeared on April 15th on Kindle and is now available on Amazon as a paperback. In this book, you will find feckless bureaucrats, unlikely heroes, and stories from the Duke City. If you want to see this book or buy it, you can buy on Amazon.com. In addition, I have seven other books, three other novels, three books of political satire, and a book of short stories. Order today at Amazon under Gerald A. Loeb. Hi, I'm Bud. My wife, Tara Shaver, and I lead Abortion-Free New Mexico. Did you know that the University of New Mexico is training up the next generation of abortionists and runs a freestanding abortion facility performing late-term abortions all the way up to six months in the womb? Is this really how you want your tax dollars spent? At Abortion Free New Mexico, we are working to reform UNM's radical abortion agenda. If you want to help us end abortion in New Mexico, visit abortionfreeunm.com today. That's abortionfreeunm.com. Everybody, welcome back to Off the Cuff ABQ. I'm Diana Vargas. I'm Stella Padilla. I'm Janice Arnold-Jones, and I have tacos. It's Taco Tuesday. <laughs> it's Taco Tuesday with Janice Arnold-Jones. <laughs> and the best chicken taco she brought. Mm-hmm. Thank you for tuning in to Off the Cuff ABQ. So we sort of made up a rule on the way to work here today. And, you know, sometimes we say we're on the job training because we're always on the job training. So that kind of just ended. I think everybody just has to keep up and we just need to stay on it. Like no more on the job training because I was thinking about this because service has gotten super bad here in Albuquerque, everywhere. It's making everybody lazy. And then because of the pandemic and nobody wants to work, but no one wants to call them out for not working. You know, we just want to stay home and just let it, you know, act like, well, I mean, for most, it was a sound financial um, good decision. Why would you not pick the part with more money? Uh, well, now, so wait, wait, if, wait, wait, wait. Now, I got to take you on, Dinah, because the people who are not working are government employees, and I want them to show up to work. I want them to okay. answer the phone. So, I want them mm-hmm. to do their job, and they got paid throughout this pandemic. Yeah. It's well, not the folks at the restaurants. They got nailed. Well, well, yeah, of course they did. Of course they did. You know, uh, but there's limited options that side of the river. And I don't have a thousand places to go. See what I mean? I don't want to drive all all over town for something. I was thinking on the way over here, if I had an opportunity to take this much money and just stay home and do nothing, I mean, like I thought about it. What the hell would you do all day long? So let me add a little fodder to this discussion because I hear what you're saying, that that people were making more money to stay home. I got to see a great entrepreneur owns a great business up at mm-hmm. uh, Eubank and Manal. He got an EBT card last week. Mm-hmm. Uh, didn't Is apply. Is that one of those Eat Better Today cards? Eat Better Today. Okay. And 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 a check uh, because of of uh, COVID. Mm-hmm. He did not apply. It's clearly fraudulent, and nobody answers the dang phone at the department. 
seriously am i helping you here no i'm just like <laughs> i'm just i'm just astounded i guess just at the level of everything like i look around it's unrecognized do you recognize albuquerque stella no, i don't recognize any of the country actually i think the whole country is upside down it's making me crazy everything that was sane and legal is now illegal uh, there's too many genders going on for me it makes me sick and crazy i hate that my children are being brought up in this atmosphere mm. uh, the anti-american thing going on is really tormenting me for some reason, I don't know why. Guess because mm -hmm. I've been born an American, and I appreciate America for what it is, the freedoms because that it, we have. Because the blood of America runs in your veins, and the freedoms that we have. It's the also, freedoms we have. It's been known as a free country all mm -hmm. my life, and now that they're trying to take that away from us, it's astounding to me. It's astounding. Like, what the hell? And how come, like, nobody's really saying anything? Why aren't people standing well, you know? up? Yeah. And, and exactly. And so now, the president and the Department of Justice are going after white supremacy militia groups. Now, we were all just accused of being QAnon. Do you know QAnon? Okay, I'm I don't not know sure QAnon. what QAnon okay, is. Okay, you yeah. know, again, back to this, because I saw that story and I saw headlines. Go ahead, I'll let, I'll let you intro it. Go ahead. I always say, well, well I'm say, I know nothing about mm -hmm. QAnon except for what I read in the, the mass media. Mm -hmm. That's all I know. I have no affiliation. And yet our governor accused me of being part mm -hmm. of QAnon and thus a lizard person. But what is concerning is the, the bottom line. She called them extremists. So she called you extremists. Slandered. Yes, she, she slandered the people of New Mexico. She slandered Again. who we are as, as her constituents. Yes, yes. Because they're, they're in power because of the consent of the people that want to be governed. Right, but so like, I look at this she's call ultimate boss to, ultimate to boss. investigate white supremacist groups. And it's very that people that have no melanin are now going to be uh, segregated. This is going backwards. This, this is segregation. It, it is segregation. And check it out. Found an article, and I didn't hear anything about any of this critical race theory in the Albuquerque public school didn't go to no kind of vote. It was during COVID. Was there, was there a Zoom meeting? When did critical race theory get on the Albuquerque public school system's agenda? And you know what critical race theory is? Of course. You got two things. You got an oppressor and then you have a victim. And anybody who is of color, anybody who is of color where well, you're so subjected to being the victim your whole damn life right and and so i've got to ask the, the i beg the 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 obvious question most of us are not pure anything we're heinz 57 so well uh, not only that but these people calling you a person of color they haven't even oh, man you are anglo in new mexico how about that how about you prove to us how white you are well you know what i'm not i'm going to go with that because the people here <clears throat> that you're calling anglo white we've never had a problem with oh we've never had a problem oh, with the blacks i got never something had on whites never i got something on whites. what do you have so you know what we you know we tell native american history we tell spanish history i mean they're destroying San, uh you know spanish history but hey whatever right mm -hmm. left and right all day long right in front of your face it's why you can't afford to live in the inside of santa fe if you if you actually born in santa fe and come here 500 years like they just took it and they keep taking it we don't do anything lost my train of thought it's about so. the white you said oh the, the white people, people. Yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah tell us about the white people so <laughs> check it out like what about their contributions to New Mexico as New Mexicans, as as pioneer women, the Southwest ran out of gas over here in, in uh, Estancia. Mabel Dodge. Mabel Dodge. <clears throat> Mabel yeah. Dodge. Yeah. Actually, she became Mabel Dodge Lujan. 
And if I'm not mistaken, she ran a brothel. But very successfully. Mm -hmm. And everybody who had any power, especially in the Taos area, knew Mabel Dodge. Mm -hmm. Oh. I've I, just one example. Yeah, there is this book I read about, and I mean, I'll have to go back and really dig it out. But it was her name was Frances something or another. Anyway, she was this pioneer woman, and she, you know, came came here. She was just an entrepreneur. She was like the all American woman. I mean, she'll run circles around you. The Roadrunner, meet me. <laughs> <laughs> and she started this little uh, horse and buggy kind of delivery thing, and 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 the company today is is UPS. Shut up, really? I don't exactly remember again. Wow. everything from the book. It was a long time ago, but it popped in my mind uh, while we were just talking. But yeah, so we are a tricultural state. When we say tricultural state, not because we were invaded by the white man. Or anybody. Or, or anybody for that matter. I mean, get over yourself. Seriously. I don't know what you think it means outside of New Mexico, but inside of New Mexico, I ain't colored. Just oh. so you know. Just, Just so you know. FYI. FYI. But you know, we were to, and, uh, for the flag that we went to TRC. I mean, uh, oh, Las Cruces. We passed TRC. Yeah, we passed by. Mm -hmm. But we went to Las Cruces. We met with a group of people. And they were sitting there. And we were talking about the state of uh, New Mexico and the shape it's in. And they said these were white people, Anglos, whatever you want to call them. But they did say, we came as settlers. Mm -hmm. We came here and we settled in this area and stuff like that. Just like, you know, everybody that... That was New Mexico was. It's tricultural from the beginning, mm -hmm. the majority, and it still is. But we never had an issue with anything. We've always intermarried with with the Spanish, the Indians, and the white. Oh, really quick shout out to my friend Virginia. Um, she runs a prayer line over here across the way, and she's always offering me prayers. And today she did. So thank you very much. And I have a shout out too. I have a shout out to um, Vincent Cordova. They listened to us at the. Um, maintenance or what is it called the landfill company and they have the radio show on there every day we listen to our show so i want to give them a shout out thank you for listening mm -hmm. i would say well i'm not a bit biased but i listen to this show and you're a breath of fresh air well shout out to janice arnold jones <laughs> and my um, friend so i i was gonna t i just wanted to finish up with uh the special election is oh, yes. over yes and a new election a season is upon us it's called the gubernatorial elections we're going to just skip right over the mayor and city council and school board we'll come back and do that another day but all of a sudden people are raising their hand to run for governor there's a and, lot and, of them and huh? stella do you have a list of people that you know about i know a few i know greg zanetti's running i heard karen bedoni's running jay block uh, Stephen Garrett's running, and Ethel. I, I think those are all the filed ones. The filed, yeah, and if Ethel Mayhark. I, I heard she's running. I don't know if she's really announced, but I heard and, she's running. And and Representative Dow. And uh, Rebecca Dow, yeah. And, and and that's all on the Republican officially, side. Officially, they've announced. No, 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 no. Only four have actually filed. Oh, okay. So and and the the standard here is is that you have to get a letter of intent and. You have to be part of uh, the campaign finance system. Right, that, right. That says you're you're official. So four of those are official, uh, and two are still talking about mm -hmm. it. I hear there are going to be a couple more, uh, but on the Democratic side or on the Libertarian side, have you heard any names? No. I hear Governor Michelle Lujan Grisham, and I'm sure that's why we have so many candidates, because I'm just telling you, I, I no longer have any faith in her leadership. Uh, so I hope that there is a challenge. Uh, but I don't know that there are any Democrats that will have enough chutzpah. They to won't. They won't. Not at all. No. You know. I know it. 
Okay. <laughs> been there before, seen it. My great granddaddy owned a Ford. My daddy owned a Ford. I own a Ford. Yeah, come on, New Mexico, stand <laughs> up. I would say, well, it's time for some change. So at the very least, engage in the discussion, because to know that the majority of people did not know there was a special election happening just... Hey, who's the mayor again? Me. <laughs> this is why. You're listening to Off the Cuff, ABQ. Tune in tomorrow. We have another guest. She's a former candidate. She was part of 101 women uh, selected by the Republican Party of New Mexico to run for the great state. And most of us lost, but you know, it's New Mexico. It's all good. We're on FM, even better. See you tomorrow. God bless you, New Mexico.